say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you knew you were enough? What would your life look like? What would love look like? This is the Enough Factor Broadcast, where we're redefining what makes you enough in life and in love. Now here's your host, Suzette Birnon. Hello everybody, my name is Suzette Birnon and I'm your life coach and relationship solutionist and welcome to the Enough Factor Podcast. It's season four. Who knew that I would be still broadcasting this podcast and loving it? (laughs) But it's because of people like you, those who have been following me and subscribing and, and just knowing that I am saying something that is helping you to live your best life, and to bring the best of who you are to your relationships. If you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Again, I am your relationship solutionist. I help you to redefine what makes you enough in life and in love. I do it by amplifying what I call three critical factors of enoughness, your voice, your value, and your vision. When those are working in collaboration, you're able to experience love and life in a brand new way. Today, what's on my mind, of course, is relationships because everything is relationships. Life is relationships and relationships are life. And if you don't know, then you better ask somebody. I don't know who I heard first say it, but relationships hold up a mirror. But some relationships bring to bear a revelation, not always a good one. In fact, that's the point where they decide to take a step back, to seek therapy, to take a vacation, or to work on themselves. They decide that they aren't ready for a relationship. They decide that instead of pressing in, it's time to take a step back. It's time 
to sit down, get themselves together, and figure some things out before moving forward. And though it sounds really smart and mature, it can't be further from the truth. It's a cop-out. You see, you realize that the issue isn't somebody else. It's you. And that can be a very humbling experience. You can find out or you come to the realization that it's not that he's inconsistent. It's not that he's bad or wrong. It's not about him at all. It's you. You've got abandonment issues. You've got issues with rejection, problems with trust, neediness. That you're the person that's just a mess. Well, welcome to the club. It's the high achiever's worst feeling. You know what it is, that V word, vulnerability. It doesn't feel good to feel vulnerable. And in true high achiever fashion, you believe that stopping to work on yourself is the answer. It's no more the answer than deciding to stop and read the manual because you can't figure out when to pump the brakes or press the gas. Reading the manual will never help you learn to drive a car. You have to drive. The only way you'll learn is to drive. You'll never learn to drive a car by cutting it off, getting out of the car, sitting down, and thinking about why you can't drive the car. <laughs> Likewise, love is a muscle you have to exercise, else you can't build the strength or the stamina required to navigate this thing called relationships. The truth sets you free, but it doesn't put you in bondage. When the light comes on, isn't the time to go to bed. It's the time to get up. Even if it's bright, that's not the time for you to close your eyes and go back and find a dark room. It's the time to stop the doing of relating and to start the being, the actually being in relating, being in relationship with yourself and staying open and willing, approachable and accessible. Conflict isn't the time to defect. It's just a signal that you need to become more concerned with the being of you and get clear about that. First thing is to get over yourself, to get over your ego that wants to lick her wounds and by doing so, becomes your saboteur 
instead of your ally. Honestly, if you really think about what's the real intention of your ego in this moment, it's called pride. Now, we've conveniently named it being the strong woman, being mature, being conscious, being self-aware, but quitting is never strong. Quitting is going into hiding. Courage is admitting not just to yourself, but to someone else that you got scared. It takes courage to step into the light, right? It takes courage to stop focusing on what he's not doing or what you want him to do. It's time to stop to stop seeing a man as an object and to start seeing him as a person, not just someone who might be able to allow you to check off things on your list, that he's a human being before he's a human doing. And that just because you gave him the title of fixer in chief doesn't doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't mean anything. That's not his job in your life. It's not his job to not disappoint you. It's not his job to adhere to your rules of engagement. It's not his job to keep you from feeling your feelings and to help you to keep avoiding the real issue. You see, in relationships, you're the one who has to come clean. You have to come clean with yourself. Admitting that you have blind spots is one thing. But being really confronted by those blind spots requires that you stay the course. You don't really you don't really start really relating until you see your blind spots. And you don't truly begin relating until you admit them. You admit them to yourself and you admit them to someone else. Yes, my sister friends, confession is still good for the soul. What would happen in your relationship or in your practicing relating with who you're dating? What would happen if instead of telling him what he didn't do and what you didn't like, what would happen if you just admitted that you got scared? That you admitted, you know what? I realized I felt needy in that moment and I didn't like it. So I had to make it about you. The truth was I got scared. Because in the past, 
I've not been someone that I can trust. I put it on you. I thought that if I could fix you, it would fix me. And honestly, you didn't cooperate. I have to admit that instead of seeing you as a living, breathing person, my liking you transformed you in my eyes into my fixer in chief. That maybe you'd be the man that would help me to feel better about me. That would answer my why question. Why the other man left? Why the other man stopped calling? Why the other man got missing in action? Why I wasn't enough to keep him? And I can imagine some of you are saying, uh-uh, if I admit that to him, I give him access. He can really hurt me now. Well, he can't hurt you any more than you're hurting yourself. You see, the real hurt isn't what he does. The real hurt is that you abandon yourself every time you shift the focus from being who you are, getting clear about who you are, learning how to drive the car. It's not the car's fault that the car stops moving. You cut off the gas. You stop driving it. A parked car will never get you to your destination. A parked relationship has no chance of you ever experiencing love. When things get difficult, it isn't the time to disconnect and run away. If you're going to disconnect, let it be because you showed up and as a result of you showing up, it revealed who he was. You see, if you never admit in the throes of a conflict, not when everything is rosy and 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 you all offend you know you're calling each other and and having those warm feelings but in the middle of the conflict can you say to the person whether he's mr right or not can you admit or at least practice showing up for yourself admit showing up and saying listen this is the truth that the only reason I created the criteria was to protect myself, to keep myself from having to really show up real. And whether we make it or not, whether you ever call me or not, I owe it to you and I owe it to myself to tell the truth. The truth was I liked you. And instead of relating, I became hypervigilant and critical. I made you responsible for the wound I failed to heal. That wasn't fair to you and that wasn't fair to me. And so I wish you well, but I thought it only right for me to show up real 
And if this doesn't make it, I can be okay with that. But I'm cheating you and I'm cheating myself if I don't show up real. Do you realize that's one of the most powerful things you can do? It's one of the most courageous things. It's one of the most healthy things you can do is to show up real. Because otherwise, you're not in a relationship. You're just two people scratching each other's ego. You're falling in love with how good he makes your ego feel. And he's falling in love with how good you make his ego feel. It's not real. And most people run away when it starts getting real. If you want something real, you have to be real. You have to be real with yourself. And that's what I help my clients do. Coaching is like you learning how to drive and the driving instructor is sitting on the other side. The driving instructor knows there are going to be times you're going to get the brakes and the gas mixed up. There are going to be times when you hit the brakes too hard and the car is going to jerk. There are going to be times when you're going to, when you see the yellow light, you're going to press on the gas to hurry up instead of slowing down. That you're going to go fast, too fast in a curve. And that coach can say, whoa, wait, 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 hold up. And keep you from wrecking the car. But the driving instructor is not going to get behind the wheel just because you got scared. The driving instructor is going to say, okay, all right, now, all right, come on, take your foot off the brake and press the gas slowly. That's the role of the coach. Talk them down when they go into a skid and realize, I don't know what I'm doing. It's my job to say, welcome. You just showed up. Now you can start relating because there's some humility there. You don't know what you're doing. That's why you hired me. You hired me not to get him straight, but to get you straight. To help you to get more clear about who you are and to learn to access the power that you have in the relationship. The power isn't in the car. The power is in the driver. And if you learn to drive well, it decreases the likelihood that you will wreck the car. But if you don't know what you're doing, you're just as much a, a problem on the road, not just to yourself, but to the other driver. Don't you realize that if you don't understand who you are, 
you're just as much a liability to a man as he is to you. You're just as much a danger in the relationship as you see him being to you. But your blind spot won't allow you to see it. All you see is what he's not doing. Instead of realizing you're just as dangerous to his well-being, to his health, as he is to yours. So I wanted to stop and talk to you. Not to beat you over the head, but to wake you up to the fact that you are powerful. And my job is to help you to hone that power so that you can truly show up in your relationships. And what might really surprise you is the man that you were about to walk away from if you admit the truth to him. You might just find a diamond in the rough. One who will say, you know what? I got scared. I got scared too. Which gives you a moment. You've just created safety. You've just created safety in the relationship. And if you can continue even through the rough times to come back to a place of safety, you might just have discovered your Mr. Right. And he might just have discovered his Mrs. Right. So, as you go about your day, I want you to understand this. You're worthy. You're worthy of love. You're worth it. And you are more than enough. You have just listened to the Enough Factor Podcast with your host, Suzette Dernon. To get notified of new episodes or to dig deeper into today's topic, become a subscriber. And while you're at it, tell us how we're doing and what topics you're interested in. We appreciate your feedback and your reviews. Until next time. Remember, you are worthy, you are worth it, you are enough. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.